Good evening, everyone in the known universe, because we are everywhere tonight. This is the Ira Explorer Call for June 2021. I'm Janine Stanley. I'm your Director of Communications for Ira. And we have here tonight with me Ryan Bishop, the Wizard of Networking, who has us on. How many networks are we on tonight, Ryan? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Um, A lot. We are on. <laughs> We are on Clubhouse. We are on. So that's not me. So you can't can't give me all the credit. Um, <laughs> but we are on Clubhouse. We are on Facebook. Our Ira Facebook page. We are on Twitch. We are on YouTube. We are on Zoom. I mean, everywhere. We're everywhere tonight. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere in the known universe. So we are excited to come to you with tonight's call. And also joining us tonight are. Troy Attilio, our CEO. Hello, Troy. Hello, everybody. Hey. And we have Agent Kyle with us tonight for a very special presentation here after the meet of our call. We are going to have some fun learning tonight. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Glad to be here. Hey. And um, I have been asked to uh, for someone to describe the lovely banner that I have behind me this evening, because it is quite a spectacular banner made by one of our agents for us to use during Pride Month. So, Kyle, you want to take a crack at this banner? Yeah, for sure. So this is the redesigned pride flag that has recently gone viral. So the right half of the flag has from top to bottom, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple horizontal stripes. And then entering the screen from the left side um, is a, almost looks like an arrow that comes to a point and that has um, white, pink, light blue, brown, and black stripes. And then it has the IRA logo overlaid on top of that um, with the IRA logo being at the crux of the point and then IRA, um, in line with these stripes behind it. And this is um, a redesign of the pride flag, like I said, um, and that is adding the um, extra colors to represent um, the queer and trans identities of black and brown people. And also the two stripes um, represent um, people living with HIV and AIDS, and also people who have passed away from the vir virus and the overall stigma around HIV and AIDS. So it is a fully encompassing, very bright, colorful flag um, symbolizing more inclusivity. It is gorgeous. And I think inclusivity has been our theme uh, in the past, over the past year here. Well, it's always our theme at IRA because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. We help you be included in everything that's going on. So thank you so much, Agent Emma, for designing this, grabbing this, and putting our logo. And uh, we all have this to share at IRA. And you'll see it on our social media posts uh, this month. We had the pleasure, before I turn it over to Troy, of working on a project with uh, the Blind Pride International Organization and the NYC Historic LGBT Sites Organization, and that is up on our YouTube page, and we will be sharing links to that in our social media throughout the month as well. So, Troy, hello yeah. there. Hello. <laughs> so, what's going on at Ira? Not much. Well, first I'd say, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sitting here in my house here in San Diego, and I'm reflecting on the fact that we are we're headed into summer, right? Like. Um, it's you know spring is over and 
gosh, here in California, like literally today, you know, a lot of the restrictions have been lifted, right? So there's just a lot of change going on. My, my wife's a middle school math teacher. She's done with school and she now focuses on her hobby of she's, she's, she's a butterfly farmer. We can talk about that time, but that's, that's her passion, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it, and it's interesting because we, you know, especially the CEO, I have um, a lot of insights into what our customers do because we take stats on all those calls. The agents take notes on after every session. We kind of categorize things like, uh, was it a navigation call? Was it reading? Was it what, what tasks took place? How long did it take? Uh, so with all that, and then the insights we get from agents, you know, when talking to their managers. And so it's one of my is, I think it's the most awesome company on the planet, of course, but it is so interesting because we we get some insights that I don't think others would have. And what I can say that is happening is you can see more activity. You can see some shift, some it's small, but some shift from online to outdoor navigation. That's, that's very clear. Um, you can see people making plans for summer. There's a lot more travel planning. There's, there's just more planning. Um, so the online tasks are around, you know, anticipating going places, doing things. It's small, but we're also seeing like, you know, we, we obviously have a lot of um, college students, right? So there's a lot of colleges that have decided to deploy IRA for their students and their staff. And, and we can see, yeah, you can see a lot of, you know, a lot of usage went up, presumably people like prepping for tests and then what we'd expect is a, a little bit less now, I guess, through summer, but although some people go to summer school. So I first of all, I just want to reflect on, um, you know, some, I hope everyone is cautiously optimistic like I am about some of the return to the life that we loved before COVID, right? And, um, and, um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll just stop there. I think, I think, you know, it, it's a, I it's just, I more... cannot wait to go through an airport. I gotta tell you, I can't yeah, wait. I gotta say, like, you know, you, you talk about things opening up again. I, you know, I, I, I do a lot of the, uh, you know, I was doing a lot of activity stuff and networking for places that we're going to be at this, in, in, you know, in the upcoming year. And it's so fun to watch these conventions uh, that, mm -hmm. that IRA is starting to do again. And I saw uh, just the other day when uh, I was doing some convention planning that, there are some that are actually going to be back in person this year. And yeah. I can't believe it. Like, it just seems like, <laughs> you know, and I feel like, I, you know, and I feel like I got to say, like, I don't feel like there's ever not going to be a virtual part to these conventions anymore. But like, I think that you're going to see that these hybrid conventions come up now where they, there's going to be these in-persons and then there's going to be the virtuals. But I think it's, it's so interesting and so nice to see just the, the opening up of the world again and getting to, you know, go back to, where things were pre-COVID, like it just, it feels good to be yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's worth mentioning too, uh, Ryan, and I know I'm probably preaching to the crowd, but I think it's important to recognize that like you talk about inclusivity and access, like a lot of conventions in the past, I'm not going to name any, but like you could only participate if you had the time, money, and, and yep. you know, ability to be there. And you got there and it was awesome, right? But this last year... I think was some of the most interesting conventions in the, the largest and interesting. Yeah. Largest. Oh, yeah. And then even if you think about the booth experience, so if you've, if any, any of you have been to an IRA booth at a convention, it's oh, goodness very goodness. exciting. Uh, yes. <laughs> but a lot going on. It's a lot <laughs> on. It's very noisy. And like, you can't hear others. If you're, if you're not within earshot, if you're not 
literally able to reach the person talking. If you can't reach out, like, and I'm, I'm a little hard of hearing, like, it's you can't track, but in a you're not face to face, literally. Like, if you, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I think what I learned last time was now you had a situation where, much like on Clubhouse, um, you know, people would effectively come to the stage or be on the mic one by one and everyone could listen and everyone played off each other. So I'm really hopeful that, you know, the hybrid in that way is here to stay. Um, of course, this is a great call for us. And, you know, I, we're not going to stop like this format because I think this is a great time to either share and listen um, to our customers. But I, I do, I do think the uh, conversation is upon us and that's going to be fun for those who are into that kind of thing. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, Ryan, I'm going to turn the program over to you as our product manager. Um, you have some folks to introduce, at least one of your team to introduce, and a couple things coming up. And then we're going to talk about, speaking of conventions, we're going to talk NFB this time. Yeah, I, mean, I might just jump into that too <laughs> a little bit. Like, I, I'm excited for that one. Like, guys, like, you know, and, and being product manager at Iris, you know, there's there's a lot of things like coming to these calls. I I, I look forward to announcing, um, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll save those big announcements for for upcoming Explorer calls. But one thing that I really like announcing is 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 new people. Um, you know, I think uh, at Ira we we grow um, not just in in explorers, but in, in people every day. And um, it agrees, brings me great pleasure to, to work with every single one of these people. There's, you know, so many wonderful, great people, you know, you get from all over the world, um, from explorers to IRA employees. And just recently, um, we uh, put out an application um, for a software engineer. And um, a lot of, we, we talked about it on Clubhouse. We talked about it here. We talked about it all over the place. And, uh, we, we found our software engineer, and I'd like to introduce everybody to Irene, who has joined the IRA team. She is working with us uh, as of now. She's actually here today, um, and I want to give Irene just some time to, to introduce herself, get to say hello to all the explorers out there. Irene, there's some, tons of people uh, that are here checking, checking us out right now, and um, you know, it's uh, our, we're super glad to have you and look forward to uh, working with you more. So uh, let you introduce yourself and tell us, well, I guess the biggest question we answer on these calls, why Ira? Uh, hello, everybody. I'm really glad to join Ira. I've been with the company for almost a month for now. Uh, it's definitely a fantastic company. I like the product a lot. And yes, Ryan asked, why Ira? I joined Ira because of the product and because of a mission. As a software engineer, I want to do something uh, good. I want to help people uh, uh, live their daily lives and so on and so forth. Before joining Ira, I've been working uh, in the medical industry as a software engineer for eight years, uh, basically for the same reason. So I really, I really like a mission that Ira has. I really like how and for whom we are making the software and we are providing the services. Absolutely. And so one really great thing about having Irene here along with uh, seeing some new changes to Ira um, is that you might see um, some changes to uh, one of our applications that we have uh, as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, looking forward to sharing some of those announcements with you guys coming up. 
um, and getting to uh, getting to really get into more of the changes that uh, we've been looking forward to. But with that being said, um, if you want to hear more about changes um, upcoming uh, in July, um, because as Troy mentioned, summer's here, um, and in summer uh, is really convention season for all of us as we know it, um, starting in July. And that starts with the NFB convention. Um, and I believe those dates this year are, yeah, no, I, yeah, 6 to the 10th. Yep, it made, it was the, the 11th, 10th. and I almost said it. <laughs> and then it went down to the 10th, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have a pretty big play here this year uh, for the conventions. Uh, not only are we in the exhibit hall, but we do have uh, two sessions that um, we'll be uh, taking part in. One of our sessions, um, I'm, I'm really excited to have it. Um, for uh, many years now, we've, we've done this and I, I, I had to keep the trend going. And so um, I'll just, uh, before the agenda comes out, uh, tell you guys to, that way you can mark it off on the uh, 7th of July um, at, I believe it's 1030. I, I, yeah, 1030 Pacific, uh, uh, what was that? 1.30 Eastern, yep, yep. Um, is our, <laughs> ah, if the world was flat, um, <laughs> is our IRA product roadmap session. Um, now, I will give everybody a second for that one. What we're going to do here is um, we're going to introduce our entire engineering team um, and then go over really what's happening at IRA and then give you guys a taste of what our product roadmap looks like for the next couple of months. So what will you see coming at IRA? What's, um, what, what should you be expecting from us in the next couple of months um, to up to the next few months up to a year? And then also uh, really getting involved in our design sessions with um, our UX designer, Camille, who I know you've all met on this call before as many, well. Many of you have, um, yes. And many, many of you have been working with her recently. So we are adding some changes, uh, some upcoming changes that you should start seeing here in the next, I would say, what, about a week or so that you should see um, to really make your call experiences better um, and really get yourself uh, just as part of IRA. And I know a lot of you have been doing a lot of testing with Camille on different apps, uh, different app layouts, and we really appreciate that. Um, you'll get to hear more about those testing, uh, those design sessions at this session. Um, you'll get to learn how you can help um, with our designs and then really get to be a part of just what Ira is going to be for the next few months. So really excited for that session. And then Janine, we have another session, right? I believe we do. Um, now I'm going to talk about Booth. Actually, our other session, I believe, is at the ACB convention. I think that might be the one you're thinking of with Kevin and I. We're going to be talking yep, yep, about that's the one. Yeah, talking about. That's, <laughs> the one. that's the one that's going to be at ACB. Um, Oh, no, wait, it is going to be an NFB. No, there's too. one. I'm NFB. doing the, yeah, yeah no, I was going to say, <laughs> it's it's the road show. What, what city are we in? What day is it? Yep. But yes, that will be um, Kevin Phelan and I are going to be talking about how to get IRA access locations in your area and what it means to be an IRA access location and how you, the explorers, play a really big part in that and how organizations like ACB and NFB particularly can help us to, you know, generate 
interest in the access locations, use of them, etc. So um, we'll be talking about that. And I don't have the time yet for when that will be. Um, I am waiting on a time for that one, but that will be at both conventions. So if you miss it once, uh, never fear. Now you do have to be registered for the NFB convention, right, Ryan, to be able to get to all of this goodness. That is correct. So you do have to be registered to the um, NFB convention to get access. Um, registration is still open. Now, I will say, if you did not register um, by now, you will not be able to vote in any of the convention sessions. Um, but you are still able to register for the convention. Um, the convention registration is free this year. Um, so, and it is remote and on Zoom. Um, you can do that by going to nfb.org slash convention. I will post that in all of our chats here for everyone. Awesome. Um, the NFB convention, again, is on the 6th through the 10th. And then the ACB convention is the 16th through the 23rd? Yes, 16th through yeah, the 23rd. So we have a literally a week in between, but wait. There's more because on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of that week, Ira will be at Disability Inn. So if you are in the corporate world and you are involved with disability and inclusion in the workforce, things like that, Disability Inn is a huge corporate conference for those kinds of things. And we have a lot of friends there that we are very happy to know about. And if you're attending that conference, you will be able to take advantage of Ira as an accommodation there because we are providing IRA free for conference attendees at Disability Inn. So get excited about that. And I believe we may hear from one of our Starbucks partners who will be speaking there. And then we go from the 16th to the 23rd with ACB. Kevin and I will be repeating our workshop at ACB and we will have our booth. Now this year in the booth, we're going to have some activities for you. So we'll be publishing a schedule for both conventions. And you may say, well, why are we talking about NFB at this call? Because we do have an Explorer call in between the two conventions. We're changing up the time a little bit for July. So we'll tell you about that at the end. But uh, we will have some fun booth activities. And who knows, we may even have prizes. I, you know, anything is possible at this point. I did hear a rumor of agents describing TikTok dances. Yes. I heard so, a rumor about that too. So, I'm you know, a little I, I, scared about that, but... Um... <laughs> I do want to say, uh, because there was some questions last year on how people can get updates on our NFB, uh, what's ah, happening yes. with us. So I do want to kind of go into it a little bit um, and we can share it. So I do want to say it. Um, and when you register for NFB this year, um, you will get access to, um, not right away, but they'll, they'll send you out a link probably about, uh, probably about a week before the convention, I believe it came out last time, uh, for what they call their Crowd Compass page. Um, in this is where you will access your uh, exhibit hall for the conventions. Um, we update our Crowd Compass page daily during convention. Now, most people don't do that, we will. So uh, you'll find Ira underneath the Crowd Compass page. And then under that, we'll have our list, our, our scheduled stuff for the day. And I guarantee you that will change a lot. We have a lot mm -hmm. of stuff going on with the uh, 
with the exhibit hall this year. There's so many things. I mean, agents describing TikTok videos, agents, as always, special agents every hour. I mean, stuff changes, right? Like, you never know what agents you're going to get. Well, um, and since the conventions were going to be held in New Orleans and Phoenix, respectively, we are going to do a couple tours and uh, and check out a couple places in New Orleans and Phoenix uh, with our agents, which should be a lot of fun. So we are going to do that. And, and uh, Janine asked me to pull this up. Oh, um, yeah. So I do have it. The exhibit hall hours for this year's NFB convention. Okay. Um, I had to dig hard to find this, so I had to share. <laughs> um, so for those of you that want to know, this year for NFB, the exhibit hall hours where Ira will be available will be July 6th from 9 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, July 7th from 9 to 5 Eastern Standard Time, July 8th from 9 to 12 Eastern Standard Time, and then July 9th from 9 to 11 Eastern Standard Time, and then July 10th from 9 to 12 Eastern Standard Time. So um, as you guys can see, no really late rooms this time. No, um, no. But um, we are there all five days. So look yep. at that, that's, that's yep. new. We will um, definitely be there. But now all those days, all those times you can catch us. And then of course at our sessions as well. Absolutely. Um, yes. I have to ask, like you, you mentioned a city I'm not really familiar with. It. I think you called it New Orleans. Oh, Nolans. Sorry, Nolans. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nola. <laughs> someone born in that city. I just have to keep. Oh, people. oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm a little sad that we're not doing in person. I know. Can you imagine be... the fun uh, we would have oh, had? This crew goodness. would have had in New Orleans. Oh, mm -hmm. man. Oh man. Yeah. She almost said it again. <laughs> I, I know I did. I almost did. Well, it's like Louisville. I mean, come on. <laughs> you, know? you don't say Louisville. It's Louisville. <laughs> oh my. You're so, forgiving that way. I just have I, I oh. have to look that one. Yeah, well, we also have some partners in the travel agency, Troy, that are going to be possibly helping us with some of these descriptions of places and particularly accessible travel. So that's going to be fun too. Nice. And then, now I do not have the dates for this one, so pardon me for that, but we are also going to be live in person at a conference that's live and in person, and that's the AHEAD conference, and that will be at the end of uh, July. I want to say it's the 23rd through the 25th, but I could be wrong about that. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, Kevin Phelan will be there, so if you are a college uh, administration professional or if you are a student and you maybe uh, do some work with disability services ahead is their conference and kevin will be there live and in person and uh, that will be pretty exciting our first live conference in uh what oh my gosh two years yeah wow mm -hmm. that's a lot but but we are we are very excited and for those of you who are planning your fall convention schedules we're probably going to keep those virtual for a bit if you're doing virtual you know kind of add-ins to your convention however we are planning for next year and guess what we already got we already got the material for csun right right ryan 
Mm-hmm, we oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> so that will be uh, that will be coming before you know it, and it will most likely, fingers crossed, be an in-person event next year. So we hope to see a lot of you there, and that will be huge. I think. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's take before we get into our other segment tonight. Let's. Uh, we want to hear from a few people. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's yeah. Let's see. do it. Let's see who we have out here in our Zoom audience. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we got a lot of people. So throw up your hands and we will grab you. Well, okay, we won't grab you. No grabbing. (laughs) Oh, this is what happens when I don't have my evening caffeine. All right. So, Ryan, who do we? I'm going to go to Clubhouse first and then Ah, we'll go. Okay, great. Um, Let's go to Clubhouse. Sweet. Okay. We do not have any hands. <gasps> no hands. Oh, guys. <laughs> the lovely Shea Bishop is our clubhouse person. And um, so please um, raise your hand to speak in clubhouse. We would love to bring you on because that would be like a first for our clubhouse folks to be on a, on one of our calls. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. And I, I miss being on clubhouse. I don't have any time these days. <laughs> darn because it's a it's a fun group of people um we have office hours on clubhouse every monday at 2 p.m you can join us for office hours and there is now a pretty reliable and accessible app for windows and mac called club deck that is a great app so oh and we now have a hand all right so Second, um, we do have Elizabeth. I will let you speak here. Okay, we have to accept that, but then you should be good. All right. So yeah, and we are also playing a number of our museum episodes on Clubhouse from time to time. So um, stay tuned for those as well. There's Elizabeth Campbell. Hopefully. <laughs> I think we are waiting. It's a little interesting to unmute people on Clubhouse. Yes, like we, we the... had this problem yeah, on Monday, little... too. <laughs> there she is. Oh, there we go. Hi, Hi Elizabeth. Sorry, I... Hi there. How are you doing, Janine? Awesome. Good to hear from you. And uh, how are things in Texas with the quarantine? Well, we are very op- much opened up now, and um, and I've actually been back to my office um, once. I went yesterday, and we'll probably start going in more often now that uh, we got the go-ahead that if we're vaccinated, you, you can come on back to the office if you want to. So, oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. probably be utilizing Ira to help me with some, we've had a lot of changes in downtown Fort Worth as far as, you know, restaurants that are no longer open, oh, coffee, mm-hmm. coffee places that are not there anymore, and I have to learn some new things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to just really quickly is that um, Ira was a lifesaver for me twice um, at the Denver airport on a recent trip I took to Colorado. So. Um, I really appreciate the free access location there because um, on my uh, trip, on my landing in Denver, um, there were were no assistance folks available. Well, there were, but um, 
They were wanting to take somebody who needed a wheelchair and they told me, well, you'll just have to wait. We don't know when you'll, you know, when we'll be able to come back for you. And I said, well, I have somebody meeting me at baggage time. I need to get there kind of quickly. So I thought, you know, I then I remembered that Ira had the access at the airport. I thought, I am just going to utilize Ira. So with my seeing eye dog, Barbara, we made it to baggage claim with no assistance whatsoever. All right. Yay! Fantastic. And having that GPS, as well as the access to the maps in the airport, I think really were very helpful. So I just wanted to send a big thank you. And then Ira also helped on the return trip because my flight was delayed and I had to um, find a pet relief area for Barbara. And so Ira was right on the money to help me. So oh, awesome. That is great. Appreciate it. And we will relay that to the agent team because I know we're going to be doing more and more of that. And folks, if you are wondering, um, and most of our airports, in fact, I think just about all of our airports are still uh, IRA access locations that were before the pandemic. They they just said, you know what, this is worth it and we're, we're sticking with it. And so, you know, be ready to go back to the airport. So ah, that's great. And thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, so do we have anybody in our Zoom audience, Ryan? Oh, I'm sure we have many in our Zoom audience. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead and see who we have in our Zoom audience. My apologies, I was... No worries, no worries. He is he's juggling, you know, that that uh, emoji a person That's juggling Skyler, colored balls. Well, hello there. Skylar, you know, it's kind of I enjoy reading, you know, you 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 post some very interesting um experiences and Facebook posts that you you have and I and I do enjoy <laughs> reading them, Skylar. I I really do. So welcome to the yeah, talk. Yeah. Definitely. Welcome Skylar. Well, thank you. Um I, I just try to, you know, always um, share my experiences because I feel like, you know, maybe they can benefit other people sometimes and it's just fun to talk about IRA all the time. So, um, so I just wanted to say I'm looking forward to uh, the NFB uh, convention and ACB as well. And um, the thing about um, the, what did you call it, the roadmap for what was that you said? The thing about uh, learning about new upcoming IRA stuff. Yep. Uh, that was that sounds really cool. Um, I'm always interested in that. And I also wanted to say last night I worked with an agent who was fairly new and he was just really great. Um, he told me, uh, I think he had done like two or three navigation calls because he got on that topic and he said he's still oh. uh, a little bit nervous about those, but he said that he just thinks he needs more time to do them and get more comfortable with them um and i was having him so i'm at my sister's house right now and i wanted to know about the oven and the stove uh like for one um when you turn on the oven when you uh try to change the temperature how what the increments are that it changes like ah, in degrees yes. you know five or ten or however many it goes up and down by so that was nice and then for the uh stove the burner situation because it was just one big flat oh, piece of glass yes, or yes. whatever it is it's just a flat 
thing. So I was like, well, where are the burner, you know, boundaries, I guess you'd call it. Like, how do I know if I'm on the, the right one? And so he went online and looked up the model of oven that I was working with and told me about the, um, the knobs and which ones, which sides of the surface they controlled. Oh, great. So that was really nice. And um, yeah, then we got on the topic of just IRA in general, and he told me that he's fairly new. And but I just wanted to, he did a really great job. And he didn't even, if he hadn't told me that he was new, I don't think I would have really known, you know, just because he seemed very comfortable and just was doing a really great job. So I just wanted to pass that along. Uh, his name was Zach. Awesome. So yeah, that was a great experience last night with the newer agent. So I just thought I would pass that along to everyone. Great. See, this is fantastic. We love that the agent love you guys have. And uh, with that, I wanted to say, Kyle, um, we are still hiring agents, correct? Yes, we currently are still hiring agents. So if you know of anybody that would be awesome at everything that's been talked about, airport navigation, navigating around town, descriptions, working thermostats and other appliances, and you know any other really cool trait or character, like we'd be happy to have them. They can always go to ira.io forward slash r dash agents. Um, and then that will get them to the agent site where they could apply. Yeah, and that's O-U-R-Agents. And so have folks, and I will put that in our Facebook group because we had a couple of people asking on the Facebook group. So I will put that out in that particular group, um, that particular address for folks. And uh, please, you know, have your friends go there because uh, we need some great agents and we have some great agents. We have lots of new folks who are getting their feet wet and diving right in. And uh, I think this weekend I probably had... <laughs> A million agents helping me finish up some uh, chores around the house and uh, building uh, lawn furniture and all kinds of things. So yeah, it was a it was a very interesting. And uh, so let's see. I think we can take probably one more, unless we have any comments out there from YouTube or Facebook. If you have any questions, you can throw them up there. And if we do not get to you tonight, we will get to you immediately tomorrow. We will check back into the comments. And if there's something you need an answer to, we'll be happy to get that for you. But uh, let's see, do we have anybody else on Clubhouse, Shay? Let's take a look. Okay, no worries. No worries. See, everyone is just enthralled by us, I know. <laughs> well, hang in there, folks, because you're going to get a chance to share some fun later on here. Um, let's see, we'll do one more from, um, from the Zoom, and then we can move on to some fun, something else fun and interesting. All right, let's go to... Somebody never Gina, are you sure we have time for that? It's already almost 40. Oh, well um, then. Just, yeah. Okay, so okay, so <laughs> we're gonna jump. All right, see, yeah. time gets away from us here, I'm telling you. Okay, so we're gonna jump to our presentation tonight. And we are very proud to 
be giving you a presentation tonight about Juneteenth. And I'm sure you've probably heard a lot about Juneteenth, uh, including yesterday, the Senate's unanimous passing of a proclamation to make Juneteenth a national holiday. Now, we're kind of hoping that by Saturday, this is actually going to be Thing. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if that's how quickly Congress works, but uh, we were very happy to see that become uh, a federal holiday. I'm, I'm sure it's going to. I don't see any, any way that that won't happen. But what is Juneteenth? A lot of us first started hearing about it maybe last year. Um, I amazingly enough, began to learn about Juneteenth in elementary school. I think it was mentioned once by one teacher. And then I never heard about it again until I went to, uh, I was working in a community radio station and we happened to broadcast the local black newspaper, the Call and Post for Columbus, Ohio. And they had Juneteenth stories in there. And that's when I heard about it, but then years passed and I never heard any more. And I thought, wow, I wonder if that's still a thing. Well, it is a thing, but let's find out though, where did this thing come from? and I'm going to introduce Kyle Kozlowski here. Kyle is one of our agents, and he is also on our group that is heading up an initiative here at IRA to connect more with our minority community, with our underserved community, and to promote people of color throughout both IRA and just life in general. So, hey, Kyle. Thank you, Janine. That was a great introduction. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'll, I'll send the check in the mail today. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be the first of many because we've got some really cool stuff you're going to hear about after we hear about the, the history of Juneteenth here. Yeah, so I wanted to take a minute because I think it is important to read it out loud for all to hear. Um, this is, I would say, like a, a quick synopsis of what you know Juneteenth means, the historical aspect, and how it's evolved um, throughout the years. So I'm going to be about a 10 minute read here full of great information. Um, and then we'd love to have a little discussion after. So Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. It dates back to 1865 and it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger landed at Galveston, Texas with news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st of 1863. The Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. Later attempts to explain this two and a half year delay in the receipt of this important news have yielded several versions um, that have been handed down throughout the years. Often told is the story of a messenger who was murdered on his way to Texas with the news of freedom. Another is that the news was deliberately withheld by the enslavers to maintain the labor force on the plantations. And still another is that federal troops actually waited for the slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before going to Texas to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation. So all of which or none of these versions could be true, but certainly for some, President Lincoln's authority over the rebellious states was in question. Whatever the reasons, conditions in Texas remained status quo well beyond what was statutory. 
One of General Granger's first orders of business was to read to the people of Texas the General Order Number 3, which began most significantly with, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. The reactions to this profound news ranged from pure shock to immediate jubilation. While many lingered to learn of this new employer and employee relationship, many left before these offers were completely off the lips of their former masters, attesting to the varying conditions on the plantations and the realization of freedom. Even with nowhere to go, many felt that leaving the plantation would be their first grasp of freedom. North was a logical destination, and for many, it represented true freedom, while the desire to reach family members in neighboring states drove some into Louisiana, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Settling into these new areas as free men and women brought on new realities and challenges of establishing a heretofore non-existent status for Black people in America. Recounting the memories of that great day in June of 1865 and its festivities would serve as motivation as well as a release from the growing pressures encountered in their new territories. The celebration of June 19th was coined Juneteenth and grew with more participation from the descendants. The Juneteenth celebration was a time for reassuring one another, for praying, and for gathering remaining family members. Juneteenth continued to be highly revered in Texas decades later, with many former slaves and descendants making an annual pilgrimage back to the to Galveston on this date. Now I'm going to talk about the festivities and the food. So there are a range of activities um, that were provided to entertain the masses, um, many of which continue in tradition today. So there were rodeos, fishing, barbecuing, and baseball, just to name a few of the typical Juneteenth activities that you may witness. Juneteenth almost always focused on education, though, and self-improvement. So thus, guest speakers were often brought in and the elders were called upon to recount the events of the past. And prayer services were also a major part of these celebrations. Certain foods became popular and subsequently synonymous with Juneteenth celebrations, such as strawberry soda pop. More traditional and just as popular was the barbecuing, through which Juneteenth participants could share in the spirit and aromas that their ancestors, the newly emancipated African-Americans, would have experienced during their ceremonies. So the barbecue pit is often established as the center of attention at Juneteenth celebrations. Food was abundant because everyone prepared a special dish. Meats such as lamb, pork, and beef, which were not available every day, were brought on this special occasion. A true Juneteenth celebration left visitors well satisfied and with enough conversation to last until the next. Dress was also an important element in early Juneteenth customs and is often still taken seriously, particularly by the direct descendants who can make the connection to this tradition's roots. During slavery, there were laws on the books in many areas that prohibited or limited the dressing of the enslaved. During the initial days of the emancipation celebrations, there are accounts of former slaves tossing their ragged garments into creeks and rivers and adorning themselves with clothing um, taken from the plantations belonging to their former masters. And in the early years, 
little interest existed outside the African-American community in participation in the celebrations. In some cases, there was outwardly exhibited some resistance by barring the use of public property for the festivities. Most of the festivities found themselves out in rural areas around rivers and creeks that could provide for additional activities such as fishing, horseback riding, and barbecues. Often, church grounds were the site for such activities as well. Eventually, as African-Americans became landowners, land was donated and dedicated for these festivities. One of the earliest documented land purchases in the name of Juneteenth was organized by Reverend Jack Gates. This fundraising effort yielded $1,000 and made possible the purchase of Emancipation Park in Houston, Texas. In Mexia, the local Juneteenth organization purchased Booker T. Washington Park, which had become the Juneteenth celebration site in 1898. There are accounts of Juneteenth activities being interrupted and halted by white landowners demanding that their laborers return to work. However, it seems most allowed their workers the day off and some even made donations of food and money. For decades, these annual celebrations flourished, growing continuously with each passing year. In Booker T. Washington Park, as many as 20,000 African-Americans once attended during the course of a week, making the celebration one of the largest in the state. Economic and cultural forces, however, led to a decline in Juneteenth activities and participants beginning in the early 1900s. Classroom and textbook education in lieu of traditional home and family taught practices stifled the interest of the youth due to less emphasis and detail on the lives of former slaves. Classroom textbooks proclaimed Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation of January 1st, 1863 as the date signaling the end of slavery and mentioned little or nothing of the impact of General Granger's arrival on June 19th. The depression forced many people off the farms and into cities to find work and in these urban environments, employers were less eager to grant leaves to celebrate this date. Thus, June 19th fell, you know, if it did fell on a weekend or a holiday, there would be celebrations, but without that, there were very few participants. July 4th was already established um, as the independence holiday and had a rise in patriotism, steered more people towards that celebration. However, the civil movement or civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s yielded both positive and negative results for the Juneteenth celebrations. While it pulled many of the African-American youth away and into the struggle for racial equality, many linked these struggles to the historical struggles of their ancestors. This was evidenced by student demonstrators involved in Atlanta civil rights campaign in the early 1960s who wore Juneteenth freedom buttons. Again, in 1968, Juneteenth received another strong resurgence through the Poor People's March to Washington, D.C., that Reverend Ralph Albernathy's call for people of all races, creeds, economic levels, and professions come to Washington to show support for the poor. Many of these attendees returned home and initiated Juneteenth celebrations in areas previously absent of such activities. In fact, two of the largest Juneteenth celebrations were founded after this march and are now held in Milwaukee and Minneapolis. And on January 1st of 1980, Juneteenth became an official state holiday through the efforts of Al Edwards, an African-American state legislator. The successful passage of this bill marked Juneteenth as the first emancipation celebration granted official state recognition. And Edwards has since actively sought to spread the observance of Juneteenth all across America. 
Today, Juneteenth is enjoying a phenomenal growth rate within communities and organizations throughout the country. Institutions such as the Smithsonian, the Henry Ford Museum, and others have begun sponsoring Juneteenth-centered activities. In recent years, a number of local and national Juneteenth organizations have arisen to take place alongside older organizations, all with the mission to promote and cultivate knowledge and appreciation of African-American history and culture. So Juneteenth today celebrates African-American freedom and achievement, also while encouraging continuous self-development and respect for all cultures. As it takes on a more you know, national and symbolic and even global perspective, the events of 1865 in Texas are not forgotten for all of the roots that tie back to this fertile soil from which a nation or a national day of pride is growing. The future of Juneteenth looks bright as the number of cities and states creating Juneteenth committees continues to increase um, and respect and appreciation for all of our differences grow out of exposure and working together. Um, so get involved and go out and support your local community in celebrating Juneteenth. And I know to tack on earlier, I heard the house was gonna vote for it today. And I yes. see in the chat that they passed that bill. I see so that. now it is Whoa. on the way to the president's desk. And that uh, is the perfect end to this week. If it oh gets my there, gosh. that will Wouldn't be amazing. That, be, oh, that would be so awesome. And I am sure that uh, President Biden will spare no time in signing that particular bill. So that is just making me smile. So outstanding. We are supporting uh, learning about Juneteenth here at IRA. And you might've heard a familiar name there, the Smithsonian. They are one of our proud access partners and they have some wonderful programming, especially at the National Museum of African-American History and Culture. And we did two afternoon at the museum uh, shows from there and about that particular museum. But please definitely check them out because they are part of our Smithsonian Museum offer. So you can go and for 30 minutes at a time, you can learn with an agent on that website, look at documents, look at photos, have them described in more detail maybe than the alt text can provide for you, and uh, watch videos, all sorts of things on that particular website. And you can do that on Saturday, June 19th, because hey, you can check out many other websites that aren't part of our museum network on that day because we have a special pop-up offer. This is for Saturday, June 19th, and it will begin, I believe, at 9 a.m. Eastern time through midnight of that day. And this offer will allow you to uh, make one call of up to half an hour to look at websites, to watch videos, to participate in Juneteenth celebrations in your community, or do volunteer work around Juneteenth in your community. So be watching. It's actually scheduled app. to be midnight. It's actually scheduled to be midnight to midnight. Oh, midnight to midnight. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Midnight to that midnight. That way it hits all Sweet. of our international so, people as well. Ah, so. got Even it. So, yes. <laughs> all right. And see, I got the man here who sets it up. So <laughs> you get a whole 24 hours. <laughs> Sweet. Excellent. And this is an international offer too. So if you are in another country that we support and you want to hear and learn about what is this and why are people in my country even considering celebrating this, because it has become a global thing. And uh, I think that's only going to grow. Uh, so take a look at your community and see what they might be doing for Juneteenth. 
that said, so Kyle, Ryan, Troy, let, let's go to the audience. Is anybody out there attending a Juneteenth celebration this weekend? Because I've seen a number of them popping up online. Um, I'm surprised we don't have one here in Columbus yet that I've heard about, but I'm seeing them just all over the place. Um, lots of them in Texas. I've seen a few in Wisconsin, in Minnesota, in Michigan, uh, New York. Oh my goodness. You know, Joyce, I saw your message and I also saw you had your hand up too. Are you, yeah. Did you have a comment about this? I said you put yeah. your hand down, but um, I, oh, yeah, please. If, if you are, or if you get together with your family as part of Juneteenth, we are going to have a very fun and uplifting, but very thoughtful special on Here we Saturday. And here's Joyce. So hello. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Hi. There, there we, we go. go. Uh, Hi there. So Biden's supposed to get home at midnight tonight. And so I'm sure he will sign it by Saturday. Oh, yeah. As soon as he gets a chance, it will now become a federal holiday. Wow. Another federal holiday for those that work for the federal government. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Go. Which is going to mean a lot of states are probably going to go with it as well. And uh, I know Pennsylvania did recently made it a, a state holiday. So um, really, that that's that's way too exciting and, and long overdue. And I can't wait to see next year what the festivities will be, given that, you know, this is now been made official at the federal level what are we going to have because i'm thinking you know the folks that this time last year in my community were um planning a rally for black lives matter and it was very somber and very you know almost sad and whatnot but it was good that we were all together next year we're gonna have fun <laughs> i can just see the the planners yep. now getting together and uh i've got a couple emails to send out i think to folks and hey <laughs> are we gonna do this next year because my little village here in columbus we we actually have a village barbecue pit so we're mm. we're, we're there i mean <laughs> got a, oh, uh... yeah We've got a, a not to change topics here, but we got a, a message I didn't see on YouTube from ah. Ian Peralt. Uh, <laughs> and he was talking about back when we were talking about conventions, and he asked if yeah. we were going to do any sort of uh, IRA promos. Like last year, we had Double Up July. So Ooh, I, I missed don't your know. message, and I had to read it yes, out of you. <laughs> I, you know, um, I'm not sure. Let's just stay tuned. Stay tuned <laughs> because, you know, as you we're know. getting into more and more things here, I think, you know, uh, as Troy said, usage is, is creeping up as people are getting more and more active. So it really is, though, you know, and I'm, I'm so excited. Like, you know, I think it's so great, like to to come in and, you know, we do these these Juneteenth things, you know, we go back to our afternoon at the museum where we hit some some pretty amazing and and great topics um with the afternoon and, museum uh, sessions yeah. and there was some some really just even our, our last one especially like i you know with with uh wendell and the the veterans yes. memorial museum oh. like, you know there's just so many memories and so many things that you get you know especially here and i i i, I love every little bit of it and i i know that this is going to get signed on saturday you know it'll be yeah. a memorial thing to talk about you know especially in our our uh, our promo you know there'll be uh hopefully calls watching him sign it 
Oh, oh wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, yeah. Especially if he did it on Saturday, that would be incredible. Well, I've noticed something that he does that a lot when he wants to, when he signs big bills, is he'll mm-hmm. go live on Facebook or live on something, oh, and you get to watch him want, uh, do cool. a lot of bill signing. We've, I've watched him sign a lot of executive orders that way. Um, cool. And so, you know, it would be really awesome to do, like, you know, use the promo and uh, mm-hmm. watch him sign the June thing. Yeah. And even if he does it earlier, you can always watch it on YouTube and get a good description of the whole thing. There you go. Sure, it will be there. Well, the other thing that we have is going to take place on Friday, and that's Friday the 18th, and that will be at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, and that's our typical afternoon at the museum time. And we're going to have a little discussion. This one's going to be a little bit more serious. Um, A year of reflection. And Kyle, you're going to be there with me, and we'll have uh, a couple other folks from the staff, and we'll have a couple of our explorers, and we're going to kind of take a look back with um, Stephanie Watts, who was the the inspiration behind the afternoon at the museum. She came to us and said, can we do this? And Troy said, yes, we can. (laughs) (laughs) And we did. And uh, it has now become somewhat legendary. So unlike uh, where normally where you'd find that on Zoom, you'll find that on our Facebook and our YouTube channel. So Um, there is not a zoom link for that one this one we're not having a live zoom audience for um, but we will be on facebook and on youtube and probably a couple other places as well um and it will be kind of a panel discussion and we'll also have dina lambert from NASA. Uh, you may remember her from our uh, visit to Mars. Uh, that was a great one. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of our epic ones. Yep. <laughs> and Dina will be coming to talk with us. And we're all just going to take a look at where we were this time last year and about our wow. learning processes and where we're going and what we're teaching our children. And so that will be on Friday afternoon. And then our special will premiere on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. I can't believe I've gotten all the times right. That's because I'm not that going like Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. <Not> Central. No, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, don't even go there. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, my plan is barbecue that day. A lot of people's plans are barbecue. And one yeah. of the cool things about the special is you're going to hear from some of our agents, too, about what Juneteenth means to them and their family. And I tried to promise myself I was going to get through producing it without crying, and I didn't. So <laughs> I think I have cried more since I've come to Ira than in the rest of my life. <laughs> so, but it's been a good cry. It's been a healthy kind of cry. So it's been a happy thing, or a a thing that needed to happen. And so that's all good. So you know, whoever thought you know, I love my employer. They make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's actually safe to say that here you know you you do because we really have some of the most caring conscientious employees mm-hmm. anywhere and thanks to troy we're able to exercise that in the things that we do all the time not just on special days so Definitely. all right anybody have any last words anything we want to uh, let folks know about I don't think I have you. Okay, how about Ira Global? If you know someone who is not in our service area and would like to have Ira in their country or their part of the world, please send them to ira.io slash global 
And then we have a little form up there to fill out and they can get first dibs on uh, coverage in their area. They can get all the news ahead of time about when IRA is coming to their part of the world. So um, be sure to share that with folks. And if you want to know more about Juneteenth, you can go to uh, you can go to our newsroom and there's a link there. But there's also a special page and we have a lot of resources on there, Kyle, that our group put together and some of them are fun and some of them are very thought provoking. And so we we tell you as you go in there, you know, there are some that may have some trigger warnings for folks, but um, these are important resources that we found and we think you will appreciate in all of our journeys to be better people. So yeah, it's a pretty good, I would say, collection of overall views of like historical take, um, important people in the movement throughout the years. You know, you have different elements of music and dance. There's some things for children on there. So it, it's pretty whole encompassing. Yeah, exactly. And we have one of the, the spots is talks about um, the advocacy that we're all doing and how difficult it can be sometimes. So with that, that website is ira.io slash June dash, I'm sorry, Juneteenth slash celebration. And that is spelled for so again, Juneteenth dash celebration. <laughs> Juneteenth dash <laughs> celebration. Yes. Yes. And Juneteenth, just in case uh, you were like me and are spelling impaired, it is J U N E T E E N T H. And that is how you spell that. And I've seen it, you know, a couple ways uh, from people. And uh, but that is definitely how you spell it. So um, please visit our website. And uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Troy, for uh, being here and sure. giving us this opportunity. And we are excited about the future. Uh, thanks to Kyle for joining us. For sure. And if anybody is in Cleveland, Ohio. Feel free to join Saturday for Cleveland's Juneteenth Freedom Fest. Oh, you guys do have one. 12, yep, 12 noon through 10 p.m. with fireworks after. And we have special um, Grammy Award performance by Terry Lynn Carrington and oh, Social wow. Science. It's going to be a great time. I know oh, where to go nice. on Saturday. There we go. I was just going to say, and you know, I may have to look on YouTube with that uh, Ira offer there. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen one for Columbus yet, which is really surprising. Uh, but we will see because I'm sure somebody's got something going on around here. I hope. And I know there is, I believe, one in Cincinnati, too, that I saw. So um, Buckeye's got it covered, I think. But... Anyway, uh, and thank you to Ryan and Shay, who thanks to these two lovely folks. We have been on all sorts of platforms tonight. Very exciting. And I am Janine Stanley from Ira, and we will say up. Oh, let me give you the time for the next call. Uh oh, it's Braille calendar time. And that can I forget? Right, Janine? So it we're not is because usually, Wednesday, yeah, so. we're not because that's smack in the middle of the ACB convention. And so, July, da, 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 we are going to be on the 14th of July for our main explorer call. 
and for those folks in Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania, we will be uh, on the 12th for their call, but we will be on the 14th of July. We will be Do back. Do we know what that topic is yet? You. Um, we're going to be talking. We're going to go over our terms of service as we do, you know, a couple times a year. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the ACB convention coming up, maybe a little disability in, things that we have from there. Who knows uh, what all we will have in that in that particular one. So I think there was something you and I had talked about, and now it's like flown out of my head. <laughs> Some lowdown from NFB, you know, what happened oh, after yeah. we all recovered. You know? I'm sure yeah. there's something I, I know you're talking about, too. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, so it'll come to me. <laughs> maybe, maybe a few new features that we'll have. Huh? Maybe. Mm, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Wow. I know. Yeah. We're going to leave you all cliffhanging now. So, so <laughs> yes. Well, thank you all. And uh, we will be here 24 7, 365 for you from Ira. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs>